Shabbos Tav Samachay was starting second line on top of the Amr. Merch the Mishnah said things that a woman could go out with on Shabbos. One of the things that we said was with a soft material that was in her ear. Rashi says, that she placed it that to capture and to pick up any liquid that comes out of her ear. So the Gemara says, Tani Rabbi said that it's only when it's tied onto her ear and therefore it won't come out. However, if it's a it will fall out and you will carry it, then you will not be able to use that. You could use a shoe pad. So Tani Rabbi even though you're doing it for pleasure to make it more comfortable for you, you're allowed to use that on Shabbos, you're allowed to go out. However, it has to be tied onto the sandal so again, it doesn't fall off and you will not, will not come in to carry it. Also, you let have a pad when a woman's in need and having dam that should capture the dam and not get her dirty. So, that the only time we said is similarly where it's tied between her thighs. So, even if it's not tied to her, even if it would fall out, she won't come to pick it up because it's disgusting, it's full of dam, and therefore, you know, have no problem of wearing this on Shabbos, even if it's not tied down. So, what if it has a handle on it and therefore now it won't be must to pick it up would you be able to carry it on Shabbos or should, would she be able to wear it on Shabbos even without tying it down he says it's mutter and Rashi points out the reason why it's mutter at this point is because even so she's it's I feel the yad Rashi says it's mice it's considered mice it's also mutter to use on Shabbos even if it's not tied down went out with a soft material in his ear which wasn't tied down and he went to his base which was through Rishus Rabbim and his chaverim were chalik on him because we just saw from the b'raisa that we said Tani Rabbim b'chesav v'hushe kosho b'ozno that had to be tied down into the ear otherwise b'chesh that maybe will fall out and you'll come to carry it Rabbiani did the same thing but not for b'chul l'kabbalus he didn't go to Rishus Rabbim but into l'kabbalus v'chalukal of Kaldarin his entire generation was chalik on him so Gemara asks like we just said, that it's a question of Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Yana, how could they be arguing on a b'raisa? You're right, it wasn't tied down. However, Rabbi Yechon's case was that he pushed in very well. It was pressed tightly into his ear, and therefore he felt he could go into a shisram, even though it's not tied down. However, the chaveim were but it's not completely against the b'raisa. That's the way Rashi learns in the first chat. Rashi has another chat, Rabbi actually was tied to him, was near his house, and it was no Rishasravim, and his point was that he would only go to base marriage, but he wouldn't go into Rishasravim. So they asked him that Rabbi Bacheskel said, However, Rashi likes his first shot. Better, and we'll continue with the Gemara. Another thing that the Mishnah said that a woman could go out with on Shabbos is pilpal v'galgalmelech with a peppercorn in her mouth or with a clump of salt. So Gemara says pilpal. Why do you use pilpal for a woman that has bad breath? And galgalmelech, she could put it in her mouth and walk with it on Shabbos. Is a darsheni for a toothache. Anything that she puts into her mouth, zangbila, it's referring to ginger, inami deretsuna, or for cinnamon, which was also good for them for the health. The Mishnah also said, Shein Taitefes, Shein Shazav, Rabbi Matavacham Eisrin. And we saw two Pshatim, either a false tooth is mutter, but a gold tooth, Rabbi's Matavacham Eisrin. 
or that shein to tav is shein shalzav, which means if it's a false tooth of gold, then Rebbe's matter chum eisun. However, the pasuk shad is the Rashi that the chum asked because it's like anything else of gold that since it's nice, a woman may take it out and show it to her friends. However, Rebbe says that since it's a false tooth, of course she's not going to take it out because that's embarrassing to her. Just like we had before, that if a woman smells, then he wouldn't, she wouldn't take something off to show her friend because it's embarrassing because then she's showing them that she has bad odor. So Rebbe Rebbe said leishon shalzav. The Mishnah meant only. Only a gold tooth. However, if it's a false tooth made out of silver, since it's not so chashiv, therefore, even a chacham agrees she's not going to take it off and to show it to her friends. Then Rabbi says, Rabbi, which is our Rabbi that we just had that said it's mutter to go out with it because she'll be embarrassed to take out her tooth to show her friends. Anything that should be embarrassed with, like Asilach that she's not going to come and show it to her friends. Therefore, there's no chashash. Maybe she'll carry it in the Shisra on Shabbos. Rebbe Hadamar, Rebbe, from what we just said about the false tooth, Rebbe Leza, which we had also, the time Rebbe Leza, Paita B'Kavelz, Rebbe Leza says it's Potter, actually, we said before, that's even Mutter L'Chatchila to go out with it on Shabbos, that there's no Issa at all. They're not worried she'll take it out or for her because these things are used to take away bad odor and she'll be embarrassed. Rebbe Shimon Leza, the Tanya, we also had this before that that the thing that's under her svacha, which is like the kavels, which was like a hat that went under her top hat, that she could go out. But if it's above it, any but she's not allowed to go out with it. And the reason why is because she won't take it out because maybe her hair will show and she'll be embarrassed to show her hair in public. And that's why it was muta lefir abshim melaza. We continue with our Mishnah. A woman's allowed to go out with a metal coin on her tzinus. The Gemara will explain, we're talking about a wound which is on her soul, and this was a way to, to fix it or for it. Young children, young girls, when they would have their ears pierced, which we mentioned before, they would leave their ears pierced when they were young, but they wouldn't put in actual metal or gold or silver type of earrings, they would actually leave threads in it, this way the hole would not um, will not close up and then at some point they would exchange it when they got older for nicer earrings but I feel because even if we splinters it Sheba's name in their ears they're allowed to go out with that on Shabbos there's no problem there's no question that they're going to take it out of their ears on Shabbos to show anyone it's not like a piece of jewelry if you have women Jewish women that live in Arabian countries that went out with types of burkas you're allowed to go out with it and people from Midian where it was standard to go out proof ice which was some type of cloak that they went, and when they put it on in order to tie it, they used some sort of a button made out of either a nut or some sort of a stone, or we'll see in a moment, even out of a matpeh, out of a coin. The whole Adam, really these things are not only negated to Arab or Midias, it's negated to any person that goes out with these things, it's mutter. However, we picked on the cases which are standard, which in these countries, that's what they wore, but anyone that would do that, that would be mutter. When they're closing up, and they're fastening these cloaks or this cape that she was wearing, they would use a stone or a, a nut or a matbeah, that would be mutter. It seems l'chatchila. But then it says, However, you now do initially on Shabbos to start doing it on Shabbos. We'll have to understand what that means. The Gemara will talk about it. The Gemara says, My tzinus, what is this tzinus that we were talking about? The Gemara answers, Bas It's talking about some sort of a wound. Maybe it's a wart or something on her, the sole of her foot. And therefore she wanted to use the cellar 
to give it some sort of a healing power. Gemara says, Maishna Sela, so why would you have to use a Sela? Ilema, call me the Dakusha Maila, if it's something that's very hard, is good for her, so why do you have to use a Sela, which is Muksa, Levela Chaspa, let her use some sort of a shard of pottery. Ella, Mishum Shukta, it must be because of the moisture of the coin, which is metal. Levela Tasa, just do a plate of metal, you don't have to have a coin. Ella, Mishum Tsurta, if it's because there's a Tsura, there's some sort of form on the coin, and somehow that helps. Then Levela Pulsa, let him make a form with a a, a tzur on it that's made out of wood. It doesn't have to be a coin which has a form in it. Abayi says, you see from here that you need all three things. You need something that's hard, you need something that has moisture, and you need something that has a tzur on it. The Gemara continues, The young girls could go out with threads or with splinters in their ears. The Gemara brings the story of The father Shmuel didn't let his daughters go out with these Threads in the ears. But he also didn't let them sleep in the same bed together. But another thing, there's a third thing. He made for them a separate, a private mikvah for them in the days of Nisan. He didn't let them go. They lived near the Euphrates. He didn't let them go into the river. He made mats for them during the times of Tishrei. What are these mats? Rashi says in order that they should step on them and they shouldn't get any um, dit on them. And it would be chatzitza. So therefore he made a mat under their feet so that they wouldn't get any mud on them. Uh, Tyson says that it was some sort of a mechitza that he meant that it would be the, the mats were standing upwards. Shall a euro people wouldn't be able to see them when they're going into the mikvah via spaish mehem and they'll be embarrassed for hate and therefore they wouldn't be table properly. So those machlek is Rashi and Tyson. But in any case, the Gemara asks, why wouldn't he let them go out with these threads in the ears? By nine time we learned on the Mishnah, that they were made not regular threads. They actually were colorful, and therefore Sivu Kalavul Shmuel was, was nervous that they would take it out to show their friends and come to carry and Shishrav, and therefore he didn't let them go out with it, and the Mishnah is talking when they're very plain, and that's why it would be mutter to go out with it on Shabbos. What was the problem with them sleeping together in a the bed? They were sisters. What's the big deal? Let's say there's a raya that Avuna Shmuel holds like Avuna, because Avuna says, that they rub against each other for Tashmas, Tashmas, Psuas Lakuna, that puzzle for Kuna. What does Kuna mean? Rashi says, It's not considered since it's not so nice, therefore, it's not for a Kayin Gadol. Kayin Gadol needs a pure Besula. The Avagad of Kayin Gadol, even though during the time of Buddha Shmuel, there was no Kayin Gadol, maybe the Pshat was, since you see that the Kayin Gadol can't marry, therefore, there's some sort of semblance of Zanus, and therefore, it's not proper to do it. Tyson says, in the top Tyson's, it would be considered like a zayna. Upsulah, when it says psulah, it's not for a kain gadol. It means af lekain head. If chaim mashma perak arul, the kam hasam lech sichus aleik kabrav like abba, etc. But you see from Tyson that this is like considered like a zayna, which is zayna, of course, for zayna chalala loyikachu is even on a kain head. It the gemara answers loy. It's not because he holds like Rav Huna, but sava kehechet lelofan gufa nukra that he wanted to make sure that he wouldn't get used to having another body next to them, and therefore they'll come to taiva to actually go and sleep with a male. The Gemara now will explain the last point of Avud Shmuel, that he made mikvahs for his daughters to go and be toivah when they were nidais during the days of Nisan. Messiah later Rav, this is a riot to Rav. The Amr Rav, Rav says, Mitra B'marava, Mitra B'marava, Sadr Rav Pras. If you want to know if it was raining in Eretz Yisrael in the West, the greatest witness is the Pras. If you look at the Euphrates and you see that it grew and it was increasing in water during those months, you knew that it was 
actual big rainfall in Eretz Yisrael, and you could be happy for the people in Eretz Yisrael. Rashi will read inside. Perhaps maybe the Shu Yerim Eretz Yisrael above the Godly Megisham beyond the Bnei Babel Shu Yerim Megisham Har Eretz Yisrael v'smechem alachem v'avushmul nami kuras yule don pras Godol or maybe misparchal alidei Megisham. The way the pras increases in size is mostly through rainwater. And that's why the Avuda Shmuel made his mikvahs for his daughters, because at that time he was scared that maybe, like the Gemara says, maybe rainwater that flows into the river is more than the actual river. And if that's the case, then it becomes possible as a river. Now it would be more like a mikvah. And the din is, a mikvah needs to be a body of water that's not moving. So here it's a river, but it's almost like a mikvah because it has a lot of rainwater in it. And therefore, since it's a flowing river, it would be possible. So he made them special mikvahs that they wouldn't have the problem. However, Avud Shmuel's Pligid Shmuel is actually arguing on his son Shmuel, Dami Shmuel, Nari Mikifer that the Nar actually gets its water, it comes from underground sources, its own source, and mostly from that point, and not from the Megsham, and therefore it wouldn't be a problem. In addition, Pligid the day of the day, Shmuel is actually Chalakam himself, Dami Shmuel, Shmuel says, but you see that Mayim is Tar in Pras B'yamitishrei, which is not like his Shita itself. The Gemara continues, We said you'll have to take your cloak and tie it with an oven, and then it says, however, you can't do it on Shabbos. We said you'll have to do it on Shabbos. So what does it mean now to do it on Shabbos? The Sefer is just saying to use a coin, which is muksa that you can't use on Shabbos. Of course, you could do it on a stone or on a nut, like we said. However, but a a um, coin that you can't do if it's Shabbos. Can a woman make a trick and she'll take a cloak, she'll tie it onto herself by using an egg as the clasp, and she'll bring it outside on Shabbos because you said you'll have to go out with it on Shabbos, and then she'll be able to give it to her child to eat on Shabbos. I'm asking the question, both according to the Mandama that talks about the idea of Mariman, and according to the Mandama says we don't allow it to make a trip. What does that mean? We know that there's a din by by a fire. So there's a din that when someone sees that there's a fire and he wants to save his clothing, we say, you let him wear as many clothing as one, as many begotten, and you could trick Shabbos and take it out on Shabbos because we want you to be able to save the clothing. The Gemara says, there, Hasim who Maybe over there we will make on a person. We said you let him wear as many begotim as you want, take as much clothes as you want, and back as long as you're wearing a derech malbish. Because otherwise, what's the guy going to do? He's going to go out and extinguish the fire in order to save his money. However, here by the nut that a woman wants to take out a nut for her child on Shabbos, if we say it's also to make this trick, so what's she going to do? She's not going to take it outside. She's going to know it's also. She's not going to do it. It's not such a big deal. Maybe the opposite way. Even according to Rabbi Yesi that says, by a fire, the din is that you're only allowed to wear up to 18 clothings. You're not allowed to wear more than 18 articles of clothing because it's an issa of Haitzah. And even because of a fire, we're not going to let you do it. Maybe. Over there, we're machmi on a person because that's the derech haitzah. It's normal for a person to wear a lot of clothing sometimes. For example, if someone is a person that goes out and sells wears, he may wear a lot of clothing, and therefore it's an issa deraisa to save you from an issa deraisa. We say, you know, I'll do it. But over here, ain't derech haitzah When she takes out the knot, usually you're holding the hand to take out to your child. Here, she's putting on her clothing and tying her clothing. Therefore, the whole thing is anyway klachi at its own drabbanon. Maybe drabbanon wouldn't make such a takana on this woman. Mara says, take you and we'll stop over here today.